That is the Incurables, and even though they've been making music for close to four decades, they're still waiting to grow up. In the meantime, the Detroit-based band has just released a new album titled Inside Out and Backwards. Here are Ray Lawson and Pat Kelly to tell us how the band's name may have taken on new meaning post-pandemic. We don't get invited to play a lot of benefits. Somehow, some, uh, in general, I don't think it's really been an issue, but uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's been times that people are concerned. Okay, well, hopefully. They hence hence us not wanting to sit close to each other. <laughs> so the band's been around for a few years, going dating back to the 90s, right? Yeah. Well, even when, even yeah. even further than that, but that's as oh, far tell as me, the calendar tell goes. Tell me about anymore, the beginning. So. Let's go way back. <laughs> so yeah, I was actually just thinking about it uh, recently. You know, as you can see, anybody that gets the camera version of this is um, Ray and I go back quite a ways ourselves, and we actually started playing. We're we're, we're working on our sixth decade, yeah. which makes it sound really old. But we we <laughs> started is. playing actually in the at the end of the seventies when we were. When we were, uh, <laughs> thank you. When we were still in our, our young teens, started playing together. Uh, Ray and I have known each other since kindergarten, since yeah. we were five years old. Right. We met, and uh, and you know, uh, grew up together in the same neighborhoods, basically, and uh, never really intended to get together starting music. We kind of had our own paths, probably very similar music styles in the in the area. And uh, just started uh, both picking up guitars and playing and doing things. And by the time we hit like 15, we were pretty much full blown sitting together and and working and strumming along and trying to figure out how this music stuff worked. Uh, by the time we were 17, you know, we're heading heading into the 80s and you know, getting out and actually playing local parties or clubs or talent shows and different things and picking yeah, where, up some where other we members. Find, you know, where we find a place to play, you know, and the bars, yeah, when we, we were underage, obviously. So they'd have us go in and like, you know, yeah, play, we, we couldn't stay. We, we couldn't could, stay. We, we played two, <laughs> a play. song or two. It's like, okay, you guys have to leave now. It's like, oh, you know. Yeah. Let us know if we want. Right, right, right. We, we, I'm sure we didn't <laughs> we in those did. days. <laughs> it was just us uh, <laughs> slapping at guitars. We had no idea what we were doing. Um, yeah, well, that's and the whole then, point, you know, isn't it? I mean, I'm a, I'm a in, uh... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. I'm, I'm a mean, similar vintage slam the guitars, and so you you must have been influenced by the whole punk thing because that's what was going on in the late '70s, and especially being from Detroit, and you got oh, yeah. the Stooges and all yeah, that of, stuff. Well, a lot that. of the British, you know, right? Yeah, I think it started British. with us, with you know, older siblings and the the uh, the AM radio scene that we probably yeah. had somewhat in the time, and. Um, and mm-hmm. the British invasion invasion groups sixties, uh, you know, a lot of you know, sort of what the uh, underground garage groups and different things. Other, the, you know, the, the the standards with the the, the monkeys, the monkeys, the, I mean, the we, Beatles, yeah. yeah, watching the monkeys on TV probably um, and, yeah, reruns because yep, by the time the monkeys came, true, you know, yeah. by the time we realized what the monkeys were, they were already like broken up, you know. And then, and then you're right as far as timing, you know, as as. You think about that music time frame when we were starting to get there together and playing, you know, music was, you know, either probably heavy metal or the disco scene or the underground hidden sort of punk groups, like you mentioned, that was more like that music we were looking at, the Who and the Kinks and some of those bands that we loved from the yeah. 60s. Some of the American bands, Ramones, yeah. big influence on us. Absolutely. Ramones, yeah. and then, uh, you know, some of our, our local 
heroes too with the MC5 and the uh, Iggy and the Stooges and then groups that were uh, around the Detroit area at the time. Yep, yep. Very cool. So, but but that was then, and this is now. So, as the song goes, uh, what what keeps you guys going here in twenty twenty four? Our beer. Yes. <laughs> what time is it there? <laughs> it's um, it's nine thirty five in the morning. <laughs> well, it's it's just um, <laughs> yes, that's 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 time. <laughs> so uh, it's really just the love of, of the music and, and playing. Um, you know, we we kind of did a lot, and then probably you know fifteen years ago or so, it it, it kind of slowed down for us. You know, raising families and doing things and keeping busy with work, and and it kind of got quiet. And then we sort of almost started back how we started in, initially. You know, Ray and I got together and. Said, you know, it's been a while since so we played out. Let's just let's just sit down and, and play and and do some and know, it jamming felt together. Really good, and know, it felt I mean, really good. It sounded good. And you know, Ray's constantly writing music. So, you know, with that gap, he's he's already got twenty songs you know, stored up ready right. to go. And and uh, and we thought, you know, well, let's let's expand on this. And we we brought uh, Darren, our drummer, in and and said, you know, hey, we've been getting together and jamming a little bit, but it, you know, we're kind of missing something. Why don't you come on over? And uh, he came in and it was, it was like, you know, falling off a bike, you know, it just, right. <laughs> it just all came right back together really quick. And then, you know, and, and we really did it just because we loved it. I mean, if it's great that we're, I'm, and I love to, we love to record as well as play out live, but um, you know, we're happy just playing uh, music uh, with each other, enjoying uh, our time or company or sound and just having a blast. The fact that we can get out on a stage and other people are enjoying the songs too is, is just just total bonus. Oh yes, definitely. And it's like you know, I mean, uh, like I say, we, we we would do this. You know, I mean, like I say, just, just don't say free. <laughs> no, no, but no, just getting together is just the joy of playing with you know. As I say, I love these guys, and we've been uh, you know doing it forever, and it's like uh, it's just it's something that we just so much enjoy doing. So that's what keeps right. us going, you know. Yeah. It's uh, it's tough, Excellent. and and uh, you know, we we realize the next day after we play a show that that we're as old as we are. But while we're on stage, we we still think we're twenty five, <laughs> and we we jump around and yep. act kind of crazy. And like I said, we have to take three three days off. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, we're we're still oh, on well, it. It's worth it. So the new album is called that, Inside Out and Backwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my understanding yes. is it's basically stuff you had laying around for quite a while. There it is. Uh, so tell me how it kind of gelled and came to be these 10 songs. Well, yeah, we, uh, there, uh, we, there's a few songs on there we've had for, you know, in the works, you know, I think before we took a hiatus um, and uh, those, you know, we just, you know, those are like, you know, we came back and started like playing them again and like, you know, redefining them and, took them to the studio, recorded them, and then we wrote some, actually, we wrote, like, what, three or four new ones? Oh, yeah, at least. There's a lot of stuff oh, yeah. that's, that's pretty new. Um, yeah. Like I said, Ray Ray seems like he's always writing. Uh, I, I have to, you know, sometimes force myself to write just to keep up or get some <laughs> some stuff on the album, or, or depending on the mood that he's uh, portraying, I try to uh, write the opposite to bring us back into a neutral zone. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh but yeah, some of these things definitely are very old, and we didn't know uh, until we went into the studio what they would become. Um, 
there were there were songs that were basically just bass and drums and i had no idea what what i would play on them and uh, and quite often you know we would when we go into a studio there would be what they call a scratch track yep. you know where i would just be playing guitar along so that we could get the drums and a bass or some basics and you know and, and most of these songs we probably ended up keeping the scratch tracks because it was just i i didn't know yeah. what i was going to play and then, and then when i played something they're like everything but it was like oh yeah yeah that, like that keep, works you do that, that you know? <laughs> so, it's like you know you, you know he tried to come up with something new it's like nah go back to the strategy the scratch track so, is better you know right 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 so but yeah we love we love the the creativity and the build in the studio i would say with this album we did uh you know we always like to keep things raw to the point that you know we don't want to do something that we totally can't play on live live on stage um but uh we uh definitely i would say added some layers in and these yeah like, a lot of extra guitar you know ray, ray throws a little xylophone oh, in there yeah, at some yeah. point and <laughs> excellent that's very wrong so a lot of it's just so little, the, the, little, the, subtle, little subtle things that, go ahead right 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 so the opening track is called when i grow up and i see there's a video that you guys got out for it already and um so you mentioned the ramones and i i, I sense i hear a little bit of joey there in the in the vocal and the the attitude of the song is kind of reminiscent of the who's my generation so elaborate on the song the uh, the video whatever you'd like to yeah. when i grow up i'm gonna be your man we'll have a thousand kids yeah that's the plan always make it Yeah, very, that's that's one of mine. So so a pretty simple, basic concept. And you're at, you're absolutely right. It's got kind of that punky growl to it, snarly sort of vocal, uh, as well as you know the guitar playing and all behind it. Um, right. the, the song in general is, is just that. It's sort of it's sort of a, a perspective of you know what do you want to be when you grow up, or or a, a, a kid's ideal of you know how life is supposed to be from the Ozzy and Harriet picture frame, <laughs> you know that that you know I'm gonna grow up and get married and have kids and have my house with my white picket fence and uh, you know walk out the door with my briefcase and nobody knows what my job really is and kind of that <laughs> ideal and then of course we have to <laughs> we have to uh, back back that up with you know sort of a chorus of harmonies of never going to happen like that's just that ain't us and it's, it's never going to be us you know not not to say that we're living in the peter pan world but no. but uh yeah we're not we're not that's not how we're growing up yeah, you, you, know? can, you can grow up you can grow old but you don't yeah, have to grow exactly. up exactly so we're, we're trying to keep some of that uh, young mentality with us and a, that's the spirit yeah and... so <laughs> absolutely and on fun there's a great baseline intro on uh, funhouse that uh, it kind of lays down a pretty solid groove, and then it goes into some psychedelic guitar shredding at the end. So it sounds like you had a good time with that one. <laughs>
a lot more guitar shredding. We had like <laughs> we had to come back. You know, I told Perry, I said, because that's, that's really why he just like went in the studio and just went crazy. I'm going, I like your guitar work, but you can't keep playing over my vocals. Right. Yeah, you know, was, I, I said, you got to bring it back at one point. You know. That um, that was that was one of the songs that we went into the studio, and I had I really didn't have any idea what I was going to play. So so I thought, well, how about just like a three minute lead? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Can't go wrong, right? Yeah, and, and and so the baseline that starts the thing out was that always going to be how you is that kind of how you work together in the studio? You lay down a little you know drum and bass track and then work up from there. I think we that's when we kind of like you know we you know I had a lot you know the the, the bass part in my head you know and I was like you know working with it you know brought it to the guys and we just we started you know was practicing playing it you know and I think there might have been some you know different versions where it didn't start out with bass could have been drum stuff but I think we you know, ended up saying you know yeah the bass should bring, you know bring that in and then it's all build from there. Yeah, it's it's hard to say how much of it is intentional. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> we, fair enough. We do kind of or or or, or Ray Ray uh, definitely, like I said, does a lot of the writing. So he'll come to me with a song, and you know he might grab his guitar and say, "Here, I wrote a song. It goes like this," and I'll like listen to it once and go, "Okay, that's cute. Here's what I'm playing." <laughs> <laughs> so right, I try right, to keep right. the basic structure of what he's doing, or, I, or he. He plays it like a bass uh, bass guitarist, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, we, but we we sometimes play around with things. Some, sometimes we'll he'll, he'll start something out with a bass, and we'll and there were some songs on here uh, uh, someday that's that's uh, about to be released here as a single uh, this coming Friday is one of those that really started out bass and drums, yeah. and we completely reverse that, and it now kind of starts off with a fade in guitar. So. Um, we, we test and play with a little different uh, concepts and options as we go along and see what works. Right. And I noticed and one of the more complex case, arrangements. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I noticed yes. one of the more complex arrangements no, is with a song called Man of Few Words. So is that yes. one that you spend a little more time on? He doesn't know what words to say. He'll always give you the time of day He might seem stuck up and far away But it doesn't mean to come off that way He's a man of few words He's a man of few words Absolutely, that's, that's uh, one of my favorites, I think, on the, on the album was so many different and, and layered guitar between the kind of waka waka going on with and, and some of it right. in the background with with the uh, wah wah pedals and the the explosive uh, bar chords coming in that uh, coming uh, hard and and like and, I said, and actually Darren uh, our drummer wrote the lyrics for that one that was something he had you know uh, you know going on so he wrote the lyrics and then we just kind of you know okay well you know that. Yeah, you know, we wrote the music for you know, you know, with the help of Darren, but um, but uh, it's his, it was his idea and stuff, and, and uh, I think yeah, that turned out that turned out to be a really cool song. That was fun to do in the studio, like say with all the different layers and you know. Yeah, that was definitely a lot of times. Like I said we kind of go in and as much as much as we can, we try to you know get live cuts, but but that one would go in, and sometimes I'll come home and we'll we'll listen to what we've recorded for the day and. Um, quite often when it comes down to like doing a lead or something, I'll come home with a, 
raw section of where the lead is going to go. And then I try to write to what's going to best fit the song. <clears throat> and this was one that seems like every time we went back into the studio, we would, we would add just a little, I, I think it needs something here, just a little uh, layered something on, but yeah, that's one. And that's one we've been talking about that, that, uh, one of my favorites on the album and, and and I've been thinking about it's like and there's a lot going on here to play live which which piece am I going to play how am I going to cover all of this stuff and then make sure that we get it all in <laughs> and I'm sure we won't we won't cover yeah. everything like it is on on the, on the album but to try and capture all of those different guitar changes and all those different things going on but some great harmonies some great like sort of picking guitar as well as just slam in your face stuff too. I'll be I'll be able to do my part. Like that. That's why I just wanted to say that. Uh, yeah, the there you go. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> now I know the, the, go, jumping ahead to the final track. I told myself absolutely nothing. Uh, it's a good rocker to end the record. <laughs> Notice some uh, interesting lyrics regarding food, cheese curds, and corned beef and hash. What's going on there? It's, uh, it's, it's, I think it's a, a challenge uh, for our, our audience to figure out what the hell we're talking about here. Actually, no. <laughs> Which is kind of the, the whole point. We, we sort of wanted a song that, uh, uh, it, and I'm not sure if it started out that way or if we intended to do it that way, but we, we can't, we've always kind of wanted something that we either each sing a verse on. or So, so that, that one, if you can tell or not, it, um, we, uh, between Ray, myself, and Darren, we each take turns with the lines. Okay. So you almost have to take the first line of the song and the fourth line of the song and the seventh line of the song and put those pieces together and they might mean something and the second line and the fifth line and, right. and so on might mean and then and then when it came time for Darren to do his, I think he, he was, was hungry. Very hungry. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, he there was a lot of you know mashed potatoes and gravy and cheese yeah. curds and <laughs> yeah, we did. We did not know Darren's <laughs> lyrics until we went, went in the studio. Yeah, he looked and, like like he was reading off a of Denny's menu or something. So, because <laughs> you know, we, we we were listening, singing, it was like, huh? Hmm. You know, he's it, like, he goes, well, "I got some other lyrics," and he's saying those. Went, eh, I guess we'll go back to the food ones. I, I guess those work, you know. But, well, uh, I I think we asked him at some point. He said, "Have you got anything? that's not food." And he's like, he's got like three pages, and he goes, yeah. "No." Are <laughs> <laughs> so, sure he has a shopping list? You know, but. The, the point of the song is, yeah, we, we kind of had a fun beat, and that's that's sometimes what we do. We we definitely don't take ourselves very seriously in some of, in some of it. Some of it we do. I mean, we, we take the music seriously. We take what we're doing seriously, but but we also make fun of ourselves. There's a song on here, Soda Pop, that's also kind of corny and campy. Um, right. But, yeah, that one for sure. And then, then even, you know, as that one fades out, I just, whatever, started singing on a chicken run. And I, I have no idea where that came from either. So the, the, the final song, yes. Yeah, he's got to be careful of what he sings because if he, he's just fooling around <laughs> singing. A lot of times Jerry goes, oh, yeah, I, I we're, like, keep it, we're keeping we're keep, that. We're keeping that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so okay. it's like, beware, Pat. Well, I will point out, if you ever come down to New Zealand, it, uh, where in Rochester, was, Soda Pop was pop. Here, they call it a fizzy drink. 
Uh, oh, okay. No, that wasn't even on our list. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I would have okay. never thought of that either, but there you go. <laughs> so you mentioned your audience. Who is your audience? When do you guys go out to play? Is it folks of a certain vintage? Is it a mix of crowds? What kind of people are into you guys? It's a mix. Yeah, a lot of people that can't hear very well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's no, good. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say it's a mix. I mean, yeah. uh, we, you know, we, we've got people from our era, uh, surprisingly, uh, not just around here, but I think uh, we've been doing some traveling as well. Um, the people that are still going out to the clubs and listening to live music, a lot of them are yeah. more from our era than, than the younger people. Uh, but there, there are those that are out there too, um, that, that do, right. I mean, we, we've got our share probably of 20 and 30 year olds and stuff that still that are, that are following us along and, yeah. you know depending on uh, how late in the evening we're playing, the, the, the younger the audience gets, because <laughs> you used to be that, you know, we wouldn't think of it. And that's kind of their concept too. We wouldn't think about going out before 10 PM and then, and, yeah. uh Oh, do we lose him? Oh, is it, uh, I'm still your here. video went out, Marty. So we thought we lost you, but yeah, sorry. Yours is we, yeah, we went out. But the good yeah. thing about this, uh, it stays stable behind. So it's good. <laughs> okay. So the, uh, um, you know, when you're young, you don't think about going out before 10 p.m. When as you get older, you you try to make yeah. sure you're home by 10 p.m. So so as the night goes on, our audience changes, <laughs> <laughs> but but most of yeah. them, most of them are still you know audiences is people that enjoy having a good time. You know, we don't get a lot of slow dancers because we don't do a lot of slow dancing music. So uh, and fair enough, it's. Uh, sit back, listen, have a good time. And that's, that's kind of what our music is about. And on stage, it's all just energy and having fun. That was well said. Thank good, you. Good. Good, good. <laughs> so finally, how is Detroit doing these days? Cause it seems to me, if I remember correctly, Detroit kind of went through a rough patch recently. Is it, is it bouncing back? Well, it's been through a rough patch for about fifty years or so, but it's no, it's uh, it's seen, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, I mean, down the downtown area is definitely picking up. Uh, I mean, there's more clubs. You got you got uh, certain areas like Hamtramck has, I mean, so many gems out there of different live music clubs, uh, you know, and uh, original clubs too. It's like back in the day, you know, Hamtramck was a place to go play original music. Oh, yeah, sure do. Oh yeah, Hamtramck Music Fest. Um, so the Hamtramck is like an island, sort of uh, separate, maintain their own identity city yeah. right in the middle of Detroit. Yeah, right there, yes, but Detroit a lot of downtown Detroit as well, some yeah. different uh, areas and sections. Uh, yeah, we, we try to say don't call it a comeback, you know, but uh, but is, there's definitely a renaissance resurgence, uh, uh, I would say, to the city development uh, areas. Uh it was, you know, it, as we, as you travel through other towns and big towns, like, you know, you're from New York and Chicago and different areas, you know, living downtown would cost you a fortune. Well, you know, in Detroit, yeah. you could buy a city block <laughs> for, for almost nothing. Um, that's changing. So <laughs> yeah. it's getting back there. It's desirable to be in the city and it's starting to pick up and grow. Uh, right. And then obviously, like I said, as a music yeah. scene, um, it's it's had its own identity for several years. I mean, ever since, you know, Motown, well, you know, we, we still, we still yeah. love, enjoy, and, and, and consider Motown as part of our music scene, but there's been so much since then. 
Um, yeah. And and so many good artists and, and talent here that oh, uh, that we we welcome anybody to come in and enjoy and share and and, and find more in Detroit. There's it's uh, it's ever growing and there's just some great groups and clubs here. Let's hope sure. it continues. Right. Um, All righty, very good. Have a great day and thank you for spending time with me. I appreciate it.